So, the key verse I want to talk about just for a short time uh, comes from Proverbs eight seventeen, and it says, "I love those who love me, and those who seek me diligently find me." Um, I went to the doctor the other day, and it wasn't because I had coronavirus. But I asked him if he had anything for wind. And then he handed me a kite. Uh, my mother-in-law fell into a wishing well the other day. I was amazed. I never knew that they actually worked. Hmm. And uh, there was this... Uh, it's always the old... I mean, okay. Uh, a man uh, is struggling to find a, a, a parking space. And he says, Lord, he prays, I can't stand this. If you open a space for me, I, I promise I'll give up the drink and I'll go to church every Sunday. Suddenly, the clouds part and the sun shines on an empty parking spot. And without hesitation, the man says, Never mind, I found one. (laughs) Never mind, I found one. How the world will react (laughs) to different situations. It's not a secret, is it, that sometimes life is not fun. Uh, Sometimes things don't work out the way we want them to. Sometimes life just doesn't make sense. And it's pretty awful. It's pretty awful. It's also no secret that life is fun, right? That sometimes things work out just the way we wanted them to and even better. Uh, Sometimes life just makes sense. And it's amazing. Uh, Life, uh, as we know it, in our current state... It is full of ups and downs. And I say, uh, I say in this current state because I'm often reminded that as Christians, our great hope is the assurance of life eternal with our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ. It's fundamental to our faith, uh, isn't it, that, that we will be uh, in the place that he has gone to prepare for us. Uh, with God in heaven forever. So whatever this life looks like for you uh, or for me or for anyone else, this is not all that there is. This is not it. Uh, uh, This is not the completion of everything. This is, uh, as we're looking at the psalm at the start, uh, uh, just a speck in eternity. But this is what we have now, isn't it? While we live uh, with hope for tomorrow, we must live today and each day while God gives us breath to do so. Live. We must live each day. And, And right now, in this point in our lives, we find ourselves in a time that is full of Turmoil and turmoil and uncertainty, and 
and it doesn't matter whether uh, you, you, you've, you've seen it yet or not, this is what's happening in the world. So it will impact us all at, at, at one point. It's, it's, the snowball has started rolling down the hill. And we might be down the bottom thinking, oh, we're okay. But at some point in time, whatever's happening at the moment will impact us. Um, and it's interesting because there are people uh, already finding life tough, aren't there? Without the pandemic, without what the, this pandemic that's been going on, there's people that find life tough, okay? This, this adds to it. Um, so it's, it's fair to say that, that none of us fully understand the implications of what is happening in the world today, and specifically for us in Australia as we know it. And it's not just about the virus, it's about the flow-on effects to life as we know it. Um, I've got a torch. Can somebody remind me, Glenn, can you remind me if I don't remember at the end, I've got to talk about the torch. And somebody over here, maybe um, maybe Carrie, if you could remind me about Telstra uh, valuing safe drivers, if I forget. All right, towards the end. So, in John 10.10, uh, Jesus says, I have come that they may have life and have it abundantly. But he also said in John 16, 33, in this world you will have tribulation. I think you'd agree that we're all pretty happy with the abundant part. Uh, but not so much the tribulation, thank you very much, God. We, we you know, we, we like the abundant part. Tribulation, not so much. But tribulations do come, don't they? Uh, they come in all shapes and sizes. They will come to us and they will come to those around us. It might be health, so might be health, might be finances, job related, marriage or family. And the list could probably go on and on because realistically no area of life is exempt from being included on that list. Uh, and I, I know the answer. I know the answer to the question before it's even asked. And I hope you know the answer uh, too. I hear the word tribulation and I immediately know the solution. But what's the question? What's the question? What do we do when hard time comes? That's a question. What do we do when we are freaking out, you know, when life doesn't seem like it's going to be okay? What do we do when tribulations sneak up on us thick and fast? Well, the one thing we need more than anything else is the Lord. Remember the song by Steve Green? Every day they pass me by. I can see it in their eyes, empty People filled with care, heading who knows where. On they go through private pain, living fear to fear. Laughter hides their silent cries. Only Jesus hears. People need the Lord. People need the Lord. At the end of broken dreams, he's what? The open door. We know 
we need the Lord. And importantly, we need his wisdom. You see, this world is his. It's not ours. David knew this uh, when he wrote Psalm 24.1. says, The earth is the Lord's and everything in it. The world and all its people belong to him. In Jeremiah 10.21 it says, The Lord made the earth by his power and he preserves it by his wisdom. With his own understanding he stretched out the heavens. Friends, he made this world. He set it up in accordance with his wisdom. So when tribulations come, we need the leading and guidance that only the Lord's wisdom can provide. Only the Lord is loving enough and smart enough to us in our circumstances and give us the precise wisdom we need for the specific tribulations we are going through. But the key is Proverbs 8.17. I love all who love me. Those who search will surely find me. Of course, as Christians we know that, right? We have to love the Lord. We have to seek Him and His, and His wisdom diligently. We require faith. And what is faith? I hear you saying in your heads, faith is being sure of what you hope for and certain of what you do not see. So we need that faith to believe Seeking him diligently will bring something positive to our lives. The, the, the Bible warns us in this regard by saying, Hebrews eleven six. it says, And without faith it's impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. You see, people that don't love the Lord don't seek Him diligently. And as a result, they don't receive the benefits of those that do. It's as simple and as complex as that. If we seek the Lord diligently, He says, Psalm 32, 8, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you. Let's not uh, be like it says in Psalm uh, 32.9. It says, uh, Be not like a horse or a mule without understanding, which must be curbed with a bit and bridle, or it will not stay near you. Let's be those people that want to stick close to Jesus, that, that want to soak in the wisdom of the Lord. You know, at the moment in the media, we, we've seen a lot of people... Uh, talking uh, or, or taking I should say 
A lot of people taking. There's a lot of taking. There's a lot of hoarding. <laughs> There's been very selfish. We've seen all this uh, so far in the media. Uh, but I think the focus is, is, is going to change. The focus is going to change to, 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 and it's already started in some places, to giving and sharing and acts of kindness. This, will, this, is, this is how uh, it will go. And as Christians, oh, sorry, people, well, oh, yeah, people will say, uh, isn't it wonderful to give? Doesn't it feel good to pay it forward? And as Christians, our response should be, I already feel good. I'm already complete. I don't give to feel good. I give because God has given to me. Think about it. You know. As a Christian, giving without the completeness that comes from knowing Jesus will only give momentary satisfaction. Not as a Christian, but just in general. Like, um, as Christians, we know this. This is the, the, the difference between uh, being a follower of Jesus Christ and not being a follower of Jesus Christ. People give to get that sense of fulfilling, of fulfillment, but it's only momentary. Uh, yes, it feels good to give. There's a buzz there when you do it. But if you're doing stuff because it makes you feel good, you've misunderstood the gospel. And this is really important because we firmly believe as Christians and we stake our lives on the fact that Jesus is the hope of the world. In him, we find a sustainable life. In him we find satisfaction. So when people say to us, doesn't it feel good to give? We can say, I already feel good. I'm already complete in Jesus. How do we do that? How do we find that completeness in Jesus? We seek him. We seek the Lord. We pursue him. His wisdom in obedience, in prayer, and in the scriptures. We, we, we more than ever uh, need to be people of the book, following Jesus by immersing ourselves in his words. Remember the, uh, the, the Gospel of John, it starts with, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Psalm 119, 105 says, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. There is darkness, spiritual darkness. Okay? That's, that's what we're facing more than anything else in this world, is spiritual darkness. I was running this morning, I went out for a run this morning, 
Because that doesn't want to look, look like it. But I took the torch. It was a bit dark this morning, so I took the torch. Who's going to remind me about the torch? Thanks, Glenn. Appreciate that. Um, I took the torch with me. In the darkness, we need the torch, right? We need the light. If you've got the light off and it's dark everywhere, um, you, 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 you can't see. You stumble. You fall. You can't find a way. What is it? Your word is a light, a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. The word is Jesus. Jesus is the word. Okay. Uh, we need this. And you know what happens is um, I, I found out that um, when it's dark and you put the light on, you can't hear everything all at once. Uh, you can only see in front of you. Right? And, and it's true, isn't it, that in the night time, when it's dark, uh, you don't want to see everything necessarily. Yeah? Because sometimes in the darkness, especially uh, in the darkness, there's things out there that aren't out there in the light. You know, things come out. And, and so really, you, you just want to see what's in front of you. You just want to be able to get through each, each, each step at a time so that you can, you can keep going through the darkness until the day breaks. And uh, there will be a time when the day breaks. And uh, if you're out there with other people and you've got your light on... Uh, oh, it's flashing. Um, you've got your light on. Uh, you know, people are drawn to the light. Why are people drawn to the light? They want to be able to see which way to go. Yeah? We are the light of the world. We're in, the, in a dark world, spiritual dark, spiritually dark world. We need to be a light as we go forward that other people come alongside and 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 they can see that we're in the light and eventually they're going to get a light of their own jesus in them the hope of the world christ in us the hope of the world as we as we as we shine our lives we move forward and and other people are drawn to us you know what some of us some of us have been not shining our light some of us have been uh, standing beside the, the pastor or standing beside our, our husband, partner, a husband or a wife, or standing beside another Christian getting light from them when we have our own light in Jesus Christ that we can shine. So it's a time for us to say, yes, I'm going to get back into the Word. Yes, I'm going to, I'm going to pray daily. Yes, I'm going, to, I'm going to read the Scripture. Yes, I'm going to start memorising. Do you know we've got a generation of people um, and I was thinking this myself today, where my, where my kids, I think, sometimes I, I, as I grew up, I'm sure I learnt more memory verses. I probably didn't. But, um, you know, just, just thinking about the importance of, of remembering Scripture and what, what happens in times like this, trials in our life, when we have Scripture in our mind and it comes to us. And as we're, as we're doing a life on a daily basis, we remember Psalm 23. Even though I walk through the shadow of the valley of death, I will not fear, because you are with me. Do our kids know that? Do, do, you know, should we bring up the Lord's Prayer just as something that we can pray as when we don't have anything else we can pray? We can pray that Lord's Prayer. Uh, so many different verses in Scripture, things that we can learn and, and keep memorising. The time has come for you to shine. Don't walk next to somebody else. I mean, walk with each other. <laughs> Obviously. But don't rely on their light. 
There you go. Ah, what was it, Karen? Telstra. Telstra. Yes, that's right. Telstra values safe driving. So, I, I, I am going to finish up in a second. I've gone too long. Um, yes. Do, do you remember back in the day? I'm not sure if they still have it, but they, the Telstra vehicles, cars going around, and on the back it said Telstra values safe driving. Does anybody remember that? They did that, and what they did was uh, um, they, the, uh, the parking lights were on those cars. Most of those cars, at, at one time anyway, they had the lights still on. Uh, and, you know, in some parts of the world, that's, that's the law. You have to do that. So um, some cars were made like that. Uh, but Telstra decided that they were going to have their cars going down the road with the parking lights on and have that sticker on there. Um, the Telstra values safe driving. And uh, so even when it's sunny, even when it's, um, uh, you know, the weather's okay, the lights were still. And so this, this is what I was thinking this morning as I was running along and the light came on. And sometimes when it's dusk and it's dark, it's kind of like, well, the light's still, uh, it's, it's still not quite right, but, um, you know, maybe I don't need my light, but then others can't see me as I'm coming out. So uh, we should value safe living. And that was when, it, when we keep our light on all the time, okay? Because we never know when it's going to get dark or the cloud's going to come over or uh, it's going to be at the end of the, end of the day or uh, if night time comes and we can't see because the torch is not on. So um, we can always have that light shining, okay? Whether it's a sunny day or whether it's night, keep your light shining so that people can see you in this uh, world at this time. Be who you're meant to be. Uh, in Jesus as we live each day. Let's pray. Father God, um, do thank you. Lord, I thank you that you loved us so much that you sent Jesus into the world so that we could be your children. I thank you that you offer that to everybody. And I just pray that you know, as we, uh, even um, people in our community and our congregation and our communities will go through different times of, of struggle, um, and they always have, and, and now maybe a little bit differently and a little bit more, I pray that you'll help us to be uh, people that stay focused on you, people that, that um, are people of the book, uh, people of your word that we that we stay close to you and that we can encourage each other and we can shine that light so that other people can see you as well as we do that. We just pray that you be with us as we go from this place. We thank you for your love in Jesus' name. Amen.